My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Skye. And yes, I am very sick, but don't worry, it's not COVID. I just I just have a chest cold. <laughs> so I'm going to sound a little rough. But... She's going to sound like she's been smoking a yeah, carton like of I've cigarettes. <laughs> cigarettes for the last 80 years. Virginia um... Slims. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, get, gotta get my smokes. Need a smoke break. Um, you know, lighten the cigarettes from the from the butt of the previous cigarette. No, no, um, no, I just have a terrible cold. But that's not important. So look, ignore it. Just pretend this is how I always sound. Because today we are talking about the lady, the myth, the legend, Korea's mother, Kim Hae-suk. Uh, you, you may not know her name, but you know her face because she has played the mother to almost every actor in Korea. Like, yes, yes. She's she's down and we thought for mother's day we might have like a really nice time talking about an older actress who like everyone notices but no one ever really mentions so and she is I mean, great she is so good and, and her... she's nicknamed the nation's mother yeah in korea she... so that's what they call her so yeah because she's day. she's been every she's been every everyone's <laughs> mom. mom yeah uh in addition she has probably one of the biggest filmographies of mm -hmm. any Korean actor or actress. It's wild. Yeah. And has been going for almost my entire years. life. Her first yeah. film came out basically when I was born, she started acting. Yeah. So, so almost I wasn't like born. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't born either. So she has almost a 50 year career. And when I say like 50 year, I'm not talking like oh she made one movie waited five years and made, no 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 this woman She's is busy. a beast this woman yeah. is a beast as as you will see later on so we're gonna start off uh jesse well tell us like what's what's her history what's what's her bio okay so i will preface this uh this was very hard to find um <laughs> very hard yeah. i was talking to natalia before we were recording the lengths i went to to get this information oh boy it was it was a struggle it was a it struggle, was a did you struggle. Dig deep i oh, dug deep, deep in chrome translated articles let wow. me tell you so well, there, there was apparently there was not a lot out there she's elusive to the she english speaking very world. elusive so kim Hesuk was born in december 30th 1955 during her youth, she actually performed with the KBS's Children's Choir. And then in high school, she went on to major in vocal studies because the teacher for the choir was like, you should really do this and keep up with it. But her parents really didn't approve of her going into the arts. This is where articles were weird. I'm assuming because she's an only child, so they wanted her to like do something else, you know, like be a doctor or a lawyer or whatever parents the always classic. want. The class. <laughs> yeah, the, the classics. Yeah. But in 1974, uh, during her freshman year of college, she attended NBC's seventh actor training recruitment session, which is a thing that they do to get people to kind of be on their foster for actors. She went with a friend of hers and ended up being placed in the program. 
despite never actually having acted before. She just has vocal Classic. training. She just Classic. She just got it. You um, know, I always really love those stories where it's like, oh, they were just accompanying their friend, like Daniel Radcliffe for Harry Potter. He yeah, or like Boa, He just showed up like, with his friend. I would say my brother. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, the friend didn't get in, but you did. Like, yeah. are you st- y'all still yeah. friends? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't read anything about the friend past that. So there might be an article somewhere Yikes. where someone talk to them or whatever i'm sure in, they're doing in fine. deep cut korean internet probably yeah, if yeah. you actually understand korean this would be a lot easier for you so she ended up debuting in the k-drama chief inspector that same year in 1974 so it was a very quick turnaround and she debuted as a movie star in 1976 uh with angry apple so she spent a lot of time doing stuff. Like she was fairly consistent with like things that she was doing in the years um, after she debuted. Uh, so it wasn't like a thing where she was just like, she only got that like one shot and then she kind of went into mm-hmm. obscurity. Uh, however, she was not getting roles or um, shows that like were gaining in popularity. So she kind of was not like as well known as she is now. But her first major hit series was the NBC 1999 drama, uh, Did We Love? It's also called Did We Really Love in some places, um, which starred Bae Young-Joon, who, if you watch Winter Sonata, he's the main lead in that. And then Kim Hae-soo, who everybody knows. Another actor, actress that everybody knows, even <laughs> if you don't know it, she was just in Juvenile Justice. She's also had a, like a crazy spanning year or i feel like like their careers like will converge like a you know a few times yes (laughs) yes they definitely did Uh, a lot of people go in and out of kids life especially when we get to like the movies and the filmographies like you know some of the Mm -hmm. cast they're like oh this is like the fourth time she's been in a series with them that was what everybody like kind of like standard in the um industry thinks as her like defining uh, drama because of how popular it again but she did a um, interview with Stardate which if you don't know what Stardate is it's like a variety show that I can't remember if it is tied to entertainment tonight or if it's a separate thing but it's like entertainment tonight where they focus on like actors and stuff and they do like one-on-one uh, interviews and sometimes like you've probably seen it um, because if you've like watched sometimes they have like idols or something they start out on the street so like they have a crowd around them and they're like talking mm-hmm. to people on the street and then they kind of move to like the secluded place with the interviewee there was no like out in the street with kim Sook, but like she in that interview she says that autumn in my heart the drama which was the drama she did like within like two dramas um near uh did we love was like what she defines as her like role and like that was like her defining role as an actor and that drama has everybody in it yeah. like just to, just to name a few people that you might know song hey kyo wanbin song sung hyun moon gun young like these are all like top people like she's yeah, never like, not with top people yeah. <laughs> like, it's like quality yeah. quality begets quality i know? love in that interview where she's like she's like oh i thought it was going in to play the the you know 
rich mom and they were like yeah you're playing the soup mom and i was like dang it yeah and that's the, that's the but it was one. actually really good you know yeah because like, like it was uh, she had to like play like there was a lot of turmoil on her also like she really like got to like focus in on her acting and it was like became a huge thing for her especially because of just the role itself in terms of her family life she's super private like super private um i couldn't find much about like her just in general as uh, she does have two daughters one of them she had fairly early on in her career so there's a little bit of a gap like in the i think close to the 80s where she had her first daughter and she came back and started work again and she got actually landed a job where she was like a main thing and she was like oh this is going to be my like return back to work and that sort of thing and she was really excited about that um to find out she was uh, pregnant with her second child and so she is in interviews she was talking about how she couldn't say anything about it because she would she, like this was like supposed to be her like return back to acting it after like having a kid and she you know had this role and she didn't want to let people down but she also wanted her like career to go off and stuff like that so she ended up like just not telling people uh, that she was pregnant and like wore like a, a belly band like tied at the pregnancy as wow. much as she could but apparently wow. like everybody knew too <laughs> like, they were just like i don't know we're just not gonna like say anything about it uh she is married maybe possibly uh, she's very quiet on all of her like actual like private stuff she does like focus a lot of her like interviews and stuff on like being the mother to everyone like that's like major her thing and she also um wrote a book in 2005 a memoir called mother of how you stars kim Hay-Sook's story so yeah that's like pretty much like the basis of, like her background it it took a lot to even find those because uh, uh, Korean articles are fun and say a well, lot of things. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of wrong things. I looked up and it was like, you know, it's listing off. She's she's Catholic. Okay, that that makes sense given some of the stuff that I saw. Um, she's this. She her hobbies Bangkok. I'm like, Bang Bangkok is not a hobby. What do you what? There were articles that like talk about her son. And I mean, like, tons of articles that talked about her son. And then I found the article where she actually has an interview. And she's, like, quoted. She's, like, I saw that I had a son. I don't have a son. And then, like, another article I found, um, there it was, like, talking about her, her and her son. And then it showed a picture. And it was, like, Kim Hae-sook and her son. And it was Kim Hae-sook. And um, I don't know the, the actor's name. But he was the one that was – he was in that um, Song Ji-ho drama i think sky watched it the one where like she had a kid and the kid was trying to find the dog the whatever you call it father yeah like there, <laughs> yeah. there were three potential fathers and oh, i was like okay yeah yeah that's not her son <laughs> like at all no look well, like also he's a known when actor said, <laughs> when you right. said oh she has two daughters i was like really because everything i saw said she had a son yeah no like, like it's like okay. was pretty confirmed after a while like i found out that like the the son thing was like a completely different wow. thing it was also i think hard especially finding like a lot of background on her in general because she's the nation's mother so like they'd be talking about like her doing mom things but she they're talking in reference to a character she was doing mm -hmm. so like mm -hmm. when it became a translated thing and it's an ai translated thing it was harder because it made it seem like that was her when it wasn't. Mm. It was just like talking about the character she was doing and the mother's thing that she was doing. 
I did find a lot of stuff about like how she is like really great with like a lot of her co-stars and stuff. And so like she like developed stuff and then like star date. It's really funny. I don't remember who it was. They were talking about one of her films and she was with one of the, the actors and like there's a picture of them on the red carpet and they're like locking arms and his mom got mad because he's never done that with her. I, I think it was, it was you are in. Yeah. Because she, in that same interview, she mentions how she, in 2013, she played his mom. Mm -hmm. And then in like 2015, she was playing his grandma and she was like pissed. Because <laughs> she was like, like it's two years later and now yeah. suddenly I'm his grandmother. Like, come on. So they give the like nation's mother to a lot of like middle-aged actresses who play like some sort of like uh, mother character, just like in general. That's just like a, mm -hmm. a fun term they do with a little of their entertainment. But she's the top one because she's literally done so many over 50 of her roles have been mothers and like it's almost exclusive to a point where she like talks about how she like um is focusing on like doing that more and focusing on being like a good mom to the kids that she's co-stars with and that sort of thing so so that's kim hayes like general background like she was consistently doing stuff even like there was only like a little like a couple of year period with the the birth of her kids but like uh, since then she's been consistent like i mean even in that first year when she debuted she technically did two dramas one of them it was kind of more of like a like an appearance based thing mm -hmm. but like that's within her like first year acting and doing stuff she talks about like the once about like how she was like in a broadcasting class and that might help her out like a little bit on like acting but i'm like you've never like actually <laughs> like trained and you like consistently kept your entire like career going and also it seems like she has a nice working relationship with like literally everyone mm -hmm. the fact that yeah. they're willing yeah, to everyone keep seems having to her. her you know yeah in a lot of scenes with them as the moms and stuff like over and yeah. over and over again um, and people seem excited like when you see her in an interview like on something like happy together or something and it's like somebody that she's worked with in the past they're like happy to see her right yeah. and like oh mom's here <laughs> yeah I, I found an article and she was talking about things and um they asked her about like her like because they focus on their like you you always are the one that like everybody says that you have a good working relationship with the co-stars you have like especially the ones that like who play your kids and she told the uh, reporter um, that playing the role of a mother, she needs to be fundamentally a warm and generous person. And so she tries to be that way for the young actors she works with. Which is so sweet because yeah. like I've yeah. even seen older actors talk about like, you know, back in the day on set, it kind of seems a little bit more like Wild West. You'd leave the youngins mm -hmm. to their mm -hmm. own devices. But it's, mm -hmm. it's nice when you hear about actors actors and actresses have been at it for a very long time and they kind of decided no I, I will make sure that I'm open to the juniors essentially. Yeah, and she seems like she's just like open to being a mother in general like that's like she's decided like this is the role that she wants to be like even if it was kind of like 
almost forced on her a little bit just because of typecasting and that sort of thing. She's kind mm. of really embraced it in that way. And especially like some of like the interviews that I saw that were like fairly early on, like she's just like such a cool person because she also is just like very confident with herself too. Like there's like one thing she was like, I'm the Song Hye Kyo in her fifties. And she's like, <laughs> I know I'm pretty. Like it's like basically she knows that she's, she looks great and she like, is very confident with herself and it. it's like almost like with her she really developed her personality mm. in the later stages of her career and she's just having fun and she's doing what she loves and she's doing it a lot which we will talk about in the next session but like she's always doing projects whether it's like actually being in full like weekenders to just like cameos and things it's like been constant it's been constant there for a while and i think like the other major thing with her is that a lot of the times you see these actors and actresses who have her career who started mm -hmm. where she was they only are like you know film movie actors yeah. or mm -hmm. only drama they never go do both do both and especially in the way that she does both she does mm -hmm. both drastically like yeah. both are hefty um, <laughs> and that's like a huge thing too like that's just like yeah she's it, just got it, such a great filmography because of it it's not like she goes oh this period of time i'm gonna go focus on film no she's like back and forth the entire no, she time never yeah. she never stops no she i don't really i don't under yeah. like i i look at her i look at her filmography and i don't my brain doesn't comprehend when, she also does when it she so do effortlessly too yeah and she does it in a way like we all know we all like know her we all but like there's never a point where like we just go oh it's only that person like you know that specific character it's like whatever she character she is she is that like yeah. character and mm -hmm. she like can like flow through these characters even when a lot of them are mothers too, like, you know, yeah. or like a lot of them are weekenders too. Like she's like, just so effortlessly just, just like flowing through them all. And it's like, she mm -hmm. it doesn't have to do anything. Like literally you watch her on like screen and you're like, I don't, it doesn't even look like you're working. Like you're just, I decided to be that person. And like, it took me two seconds to memorize lines and here I am. Yeah. You're like, yeah. How, how? It, like, and then, and then having a family, like, yeah. and then having a family on top of that, like, how do, how? I, like, right? Well, she well, should write multiple books on how to well, be yeah, successful. Yeah, and then also, like, like if you're, like, if she's so, like, like, private with her personal life, that, that takes work, too. Like, yeah. you oh, know? Yeah. So, yeah. It, a yeah, lot of effort to not, you know, well, I, to, fine, to you know. dispatch, as it were. <laughs> but I, I feel like she's probably not the sort that dispatches. Uh, Perhaps. You know, but, yeah. but she might see them and be like, be give like, them a look like, don't she you? She might give them a look. Like, the mom might look, be like, like, like yeah, they might all mom. be like, oh, my, oh it's mom. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And like, so they don't do anything to her because of it. <laughs> I thought when uh, I was watching when she was on um, Happy Together happy together mm -hmm. and uh Rowan was like a guest host or whatever and his question for her was like like you're so busy like how do you stay healthy because and, and you thought yeah him as an idol who's also acting he understands that super busy mm -hmm. all the time and he's like I don't how how do you stay healthy and she's like I just eat 
Like, she really like has to have like developed a really healthy just like lifestyle mindset. too. Yeah, she probably has really good like work life balance. Like I feel yeah, like she's the sort that as soon as she's off the set, she's she's done. She yeah, and, but like and she probably also like plans things so well that like even if it looks like it's like something like crazy for us, she's already like planned it right. Or like you know, a lot of these weekenders obviously don't have as long filming things because there's so many characters that like you don't Mm -hmm. film a lot even if you're the main person you don't film a lot they're also it's such a quick turnaround too Mm -hmm. they don't get to have as much like filming time just like in general they just aren't allowed it that so that might help too and you know obviously like being in the industry for almost 50 years and like seeing that sort of thing like but also it might just be because she's like a great person and so that also like helps like you know Maybe she just has an eidetic memory, so she never has to. Yeah, like, she probably. Well, like at this point, she life. had to have like. She doesn't have to memorize. There's no way like you've been like yeah. doing it for 50 years and then not be like you're not like an expert. You just at look it. at it and do like yeah. You're like I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so getting into like her filmography, what was the first thing that you remember seeing her in? Because I know what mine was. I know what mine was. Uh, Mine was marriage, not dating was the first time I like mm-hmm. recognized her because mm-hmm. her character in marriage, not dating is so good. So good. Just because, you know, it's she's it's a, it's a good show, first off. But like, she's so kind to, you know, the main female character and like her husband's such a piece of shit in that. Is and- marriage, not dating accessible? Oh, it is. It yeah, is okay. on Beaky. I, I can't remember believe. where I watched it, so I, I didn't know if it, it was like on I Drama think Fever. I watched it on Drama Fever initially, but it has yes, shown up. Yes, I, I, so. I did watch it on Drama Fever. That seems like a very, like, it's, I wouldn't say it's underrated because I see a lot of people talk mm. about it, but I will say that I think that, like, for newer it's watchers. Newer watchers, I think a lot of people, especially if you are into, like, squarely into the rom coms, that's, like, one of the things mm. that I think, like, almost every person would watch and really. Get I don't know anybody who doesn't like it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I even liked it, and I was yeah. But, You're not I a rom com person. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 like a really heartfelt rom com, and her Maybe character like in the this female lead doesn't do anything anymore, so nobody searches her name. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> her her character, like Kim Hyesook's character in it, though, is the most graceful, kind woman. And I was just like, oh, I wish she was my mom. Actually, I love mom. I love you. But like, so nice. Just that was you, that was. You want me. a second mom so you can have Kim Hyesook? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can be my second mom. The mom from <laughs> marriage, not dating. <laughs> for I know me, that I oh, oh, go ahead. No, go, 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 go. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, for me, I know I definitely saw her in marriage, not dating, um, but I don't don't really she doesn't stick out from that and i know i Mm. saw her in the thieves but again Mm. like now when i look back on it i'm like oh yeah that was her oh okay cool but like the first time that i remember remember her is i think father is strange Mm. like Mm -hmm. where i'm watching it and she's just a character like she just really stuck stood out in my mind in that one Mm. so yeah for me that's Mm -hmm. and again that's a good one like i don't it's hesitate to recommend that hmm. to people. Exactly. So I think that, uh, yeah, like that's the first time I remember, remember, remember her. Mm-hmm. 
my my Kim Hae-suk filmography is actually rather small because um, I'm still the rookie at this a little bit. But the th the one the first one I saw of her, she stuck out a lot because her character was so well written too. So it was in Hospital Playlist. She played the character of Jung Wan's mom, the coolest mom to ever mom. Yeah. And but what I loved about that character, I mean, of course, there were great mom scenes and stuff. But also just as so the character also just showed as an aging person mm -hmm. trying to find happiness and concerns with that and fears and whatever and showing it in a very heartfelt way. Like it was just so well done mm -hmm. both seasons and she was just a joy to watch. And especially with her like her kind of like acting partner in that there there is an older fella character as well and so they would always talk about you know all the older older people things but like it was always just very it felt very realistic often mm -hmm. even though again hospital place is very good at heartwarming things yeah. so it would always kind of end on that note but so they would cover some you know difficult ground of like memory loss and things like that and she always she showed fear and things very very well so i remember being just really taken aback. Mm -hmm. I, I knew of her. I had seen her around a lot. Mm -hmm. But I no. think that was the first time I've watched a full drama with her in it. So for me, my first drama with her was one of the first dramas I watched ever. I never completed it. Um, but it's Go Mrs. Go. It's got it like 8,000 English titles. I think it's like Saving <laughs> Mrs. Go Bong Shill. Yeah. Or a, lot, a bunch of a different lot of these stuff. have many titles. Yeah, that one's <laughs> a little bit titles. to the point where like it might be hard to search just go mrs go to find stuff it's not around anyway so i'm sorry you can't access it um, that, but that statement will become uh more familiar as this episode <laughs> goes on i'm afraid but it was one of the first ones because it like checked all the boxes of like jesse's first dramas it was on netflix and it starred someone i was uh, who I loved very much. I mean, I still do. So my bias from Double S Five Hundred One, Kim Q Jung, is in it, and so that's nice. why I picked it. Um, also, FX's Luna is in it, and they are, they pair together in the show. Um, but essentially, she's the main character, um, Mrs. Go Bongshil, um, and it revolves around she and her husband live a good life out on the like in the villages, you know, like outskirts of Seoul. Uh, and he dies unexpectedly and it causes things to be uncovered and like just general life being upended and she's on the verge of bankruptcy. So she has to just start her career essentially mm. at an older age and then she moves to Seoul and so it like follows that sort of thing. And I just remember really liking her character a lot in that. It's, she's like really like interesting because it's like it wasn't one of those shows where like I you were even with this like kind of storyline you were drowning in things I was like really actually enjoying it it just wasn't something that I was like binging mm -hmm. and then it got off Netflix and then it even got off Vicky and disappeared so never got to like finish it but it was like just one of those like kind of really like, kind of like weekenders because it was like the first one that I had ever encountered too really mm. And so you kind of like, you know, you're all focusing through like a bunch of different things. And it was like really cool seeing like an older actress be the main character and lead on this and like it being like a very centered thing around her. And so like, I remember that. And then every other drama that she's ever been in, because I had started with her like at that time and like in such a big role, it was like, 
very cool because she became one of those actresses yeah. I always like saw again and be like, oh yeah, that person. And then like I I, I just knew her mm. from that. So I'm kind mm. of like actually happy that it was one of the first dramas that I watched because I was able to like know about her throughout my like drama watching as opposed to you know finding her later. She's so cool. She's <laughs> I, I think the thing is too when you watch her like you watch her play a lot of different moms but she's always a unique character. Like yes. it's not, you're never watching it. And even if it's weekenders, like you watch a bunch of weekenders where she played the mom and it's not the same mom every time. It's not, yeah. you could watch them back to back and still be like, no, this is a new character. This is a different mom is, in a different situation. A like this is a new mom. That's <laughs> impressive. Like it's impressive to play somewhere between 50 and a hundred different moms. And they all seem like unique characters. Like um, good job. So, Amanda, now I believe you're going to take us through her film Woo. resume, okay. her resume so, for movies. Like, it's a lot. It's a lot, a lot. I mean, like I said, Jesse mentioned, she she started basically when I was born. The first movie that I could find listed, you know, was, well, it aired sometime between 19, like, 74. Six and 79 it's listed as different dates on a lot of different websites so i'm like yeah there's some somewhere in there that that's the problem with films because yeah. it, they go by where they drop so a lot of times like where you're like doing your google searches will take it so if it's like the canadian premiere it will state that that's ah. the year and if you're here it does the u.s and then sometimes it does the cans or like the that's so sneaky it's sneaky i know it's, it's but i only know this because i put like dates on it's, my movie posts on twitter and now i'm always like wait i'm gonna put the second. right one <laughs> wait a second so yeah so the first one that you can find is called angry apple or angry young men and she plays a basically an unnamed orchard worker in that so it doesn't exist anywhere good luck but you know it's interesting that that's i like the title i'm just like ooh, angry mm -hmm. apples what what is that she's in a bunch of a bunch of other stuff like from sort of late 70s to the early 80s there's a ton of things like there's on her filmography there's 51 titles i'm not just gonna sit here and list 51 movies for you guys because that's a lot and most of them are not available to you mm -hmm. to go watch a lot of it looking at some of the titles of things that exist there's a lot of titles that have things like flesh and bedroom and whatever in the titles and if you click through on some of these posters it's very clear that these are some some spicier films like some of that early 80s you know like you know like porky's style stuff mm -hmm. that was here was happening in korea as well listen everyone's horny everywhere her. like exactly so in her early 20s this appears to be in some of what her filmography was but most of this stuff is not available to us the first thing that i could find that aired jesse highlighted them for us very helpfully but the first thing that shows up that is actually available for you to go see her earliest you know film work is called dead friend Boo! <laughs> so like have you seen it jesse i have is it good 
It, I mean, I mean, no, but it's like fine. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, you know. You know. How do I describe it? It's got this like really great um lifetime movie quality to it. Uh, like yes, if yes, you yes. took a lifetime movie and made it a horror. Amazing. She's great in it. She's like kind of crazy and like but like unnervingly too. Like it's very quiet mm-hmm. and that so like it catches you off guard. But I mean it's it's a campy horror film. It's not the best, but you know, if you're looking for horror films. No. And again when you go through these a lot of them like everything basically after like the year 2000 every character is mom mom mother mom 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 so and so's mom so and so's mother so and so's you know like that's those are the characters until you hit like the thieves in 2012 and she's a character called chewing gum She's a so good, so a good. professional, such like, a good thief, movie, which is like, it's very cool. Chef's kiss. I, I, I really, really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> Sky and I were both one. literally Sky and I were both independently. Like I had put it on. I was like, oh, I've, I've, I'd always meant to watch it, but I just never had gotten around to it. I'm like, finally, the excuse. So I'm like, I'm just gonna be the last thing I watch. No, but it wasn't. I also watched The Throne. But anyway, I was like, yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch this. It's like the last thing I watch before we do our episode on her. And then I was, this guy was like, yeah, I watched a movie. I was like, oh, which one are you watching? And she's like, The Thieves. I was like, I'm we both really enjoyed fun, it. and like everybody's in it like this oh. has got a huge cast right and you're yeah. like yeah whoa and uh i mean yeah and she was very well known for that role as well um and she was she was not anybody's mom actually she was she was a mom in that her daughter just didn't show up she did talk the character talked about having a daughter oh, and a true. son-in-law but and they were going through a divorce and her- all these things it wasn't her defining characteristic. No. You know? Like it she, was, uh, when when she was on screen, she wasn't necessarily momming all the time. She was no, she, she wasn't she was conning and stuff. She was uh, she was busy being yeah. a, a master con man. Con so, woman, excuse me. <laughs> that same year she was also in Love on Air, which um is also available. I watched it on Asian Crush for free. I had to watch about fifty-four you know, betting app commercials, but like other than that, you know, it was good. I enjoyed I it, it too. quite a lot. Like it was a really good, cute little movie. She yeah. is a mom in that, but again, does she a, get a lot of screen time? Yes. Like, I mean, not a ton, but it's important screen time. Hmm. If that makes like, and she's, she's the mom of an adult daughter. Who's a, an idol, like a former girl group idol who works as a radio DJ now. And I sort of went into it thinking, you know, it's called Love on Air. And you look at the cutesy poster and you're like, oh, this is a cutesy rom-com about people Mm -hmm. at work and a radio station. But there's like, I was like crying in the middle. Yeah, it kind of was like this unexpected shift on it. It's Yeah. It's definitely, I would say like, don't even call it a rom-com, you know? It's like just a romance drama Mm. with a little bit of a... The romance to lovers, is really, but like secondary, almost. Yeah, like, and it, it's really about her and her journey in life. Yeah. And romance happens to maybe sort of be part of that. It stars like, monkey. <laughs> <laughs> she's so cute. <laughs> and and like yeah, there's just the the scenes with Kim Hae Suk are so well done, and they're very understated. Most of them, 
like mm-hmm. it's just scenes of her listening to her daughter on the radio and then like tearing up over the story that's being told on the radio or cutesy like there's some fun scenes where I mean she's living with her adult daughter and so they've both had a hard day and they need a drink so they sit down and drink Mm -hmm. together you know and like just sky you would like it yeah I would love this as long as long as I was ready to maybe cry yeah like the crying it's not sobbing crying it's just sort of Oh, emotional. This is wet. There are feels yeah. involved. There but are. everybody's crying because it's like yeah. the, the person will do their story and like everybody in the station is crying along with it. So, yeah. 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 So it's, yeah, that does sound like Oh, it that. also has Kwong Su in it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yes. You know, so that's and when he appears, always a delight. Yeah. You, know. you guys, I've always seen this gif. I've used That's this true. Gift. Yes. <laughs> Kwang Su with a like purple headband and his fan sign screaming. Yeah. Ah, that's from this movie. Because <laughs> he was like a super like, fan oh. of her old group purple. Like so. Yeah. That's so funny. Manager. And it, he's so cute. Like he was their super fan and now he's her like basically unpaid manager who helps, you know, just like yeah. it, it's very cute and like he's he's very good in it and every everybody's good in it. It's very it's just a very enjoyable movie. Mm-hmm. We sort of touched on a little bit Tough as Iron from 2013, where she plays Yuan's mom. It's not available anywhere. I'm kind of surprised because yeah, it looks good. Mm-hmm. I feel but- I'm looking at it and I feel like I watched it, but probably in like 2014. And so, <laughs> so- my like actual remembrance of details of it, but I'm looking at it, I'm like, yeah, I think I've seen I've seen this. I wonder if I don't someone like Drama Fever had it. I feel like it was mm. on Drama Fever. No, don't quote mm-hmm. me on they, that. I feel like they had a, a lot of UIN stuff in yeah. the back yeah. of the Like, Like for Likes was like unavailable <gasps> oh, for so like long. For like, like, at, at this point, I'm kind I of amazed that, that there isn't like a website somewhere like, here's the small, tiny database for the things that are were on Drama Fever. <laughs> I know she's not in it, but like for likes is so good. So good. I'm like shocked. That's a Netflix movie for sure. I'm like, it has all sorts it of has people to be in like it. in some weird contract hold. Like it just doesn't make sense that we haven't gotten that. Like it's because it's literally like all those actors on Netflix that like Netflix reads, they're all in all it. in it. All in it. All in it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, literally so. best rom-com I've ever seen. Like, for likes. <laughs> oh. So good. Kundo Age of the Rampant. I'm not really sure what that one is. Have any of you guys watched it? It's on no. Vicky, apparently. It's it's like a action Sega type situation. Action Sega. Okay, okay. Cool. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay, I remember looking it up on Vicky because I was like, thinking about it, and then I was like no I don't have a sag hook in me right now so I'm just <laughs> not gonna there do it. It, happens, it happens to us all you know <laughs> and then speaking of sag hooks the throne where she oh plays UI in oh grandmother I watched it last night absolutely fantastic no incredible film. I didn't get around incredible to it film. but um, I might add it hard to watch okay let me just if you don't want to watch a man 
go insane and die of dehydration while hammered into a box, perhaps. And I'm, this isn't even oh, a spoiler. Because that's, yeah. because it's, 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 it's a historical it's a spoiler thing that happens. History. When it's like a literal <laughs> yeah. historical thing. So it's about, <laughs> it's about a king whose who's, so, the crown prince is insane. And so the king can't, and, and so like tries to kill the king because he's, he's, he's gone crazy but like when you watch it you're like well, of course he was gonna go crazy like it was fucking fucked up but if he says he's a traitor then the crown prince's son can't become the crown prince because his whole family would be considered a traitor so instead of saying he's a traitor he just says he's a commoner now and locks him in a box to die and it's the seven days of him being locked in the box, dying. And then you go through the history yes. of, like, how he became the way he is. Nope. It's rough. Not gonna watch that. It's <laughs> rough. But, like, the acting in it is chef's kiss. It is absolutely incredible film. And really good child actors that you're just, like, because, like, at one point, like, his son, who's, like, 10 years old, like, shows up to try to, like, plead for... I can't. I can't. Okay? It was... Still fresh in my mind. I watched it last night. Like, yeah. how how was her? How was her? She was time? excellent. She was excellent. So she played like the the queen dowager. So she was pretty much the only one who was like only the women were ever nice to this to Yuan's oh. character. So it's like he like genuinely like she genuinely loved him and he genuinely loved her. And then all the men in court were just you know men. So. <laughs> Say no more, man. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's 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 an excellent film if you have the stomach for it. It's not like gory or anything, but like it's. But that's not, not hard to watch. Like it's, it's not, not pleasant. Pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good time. Like it's not. You know, it's not a feel good film by any stretch of the imagination. But it is excellent. It is excellent. I haven't watched the next one on the list, Assassination, but mm. she is listed as owner of a bar, not a mom. Owner of a bar. Well, it's she could still be a mom. We don't know. That is true. <laughs> Moms can be entrepreneurs. I don't know if anybody, have any of you guys watched that one? Mm -hmm. No. So, and then. Uh, the Handmaiden. What a great film. Oh you my know, gosh. The Handmaiden is one of those films that has my favorite plot, which is uh lesbians con men. And yeah. Andy, yeah. Chef's kiss. Just and it's like a true thriller. It takes you oh, on a psychological you go on sure. wild rides with that film. It's uh, for, so good though. For the prudish out there. Uh, there is quite a bit of lesbian sex in it. So if uh, you're a, just can't handle that for some fucking reason, uh, probably don't watch it. But uh, it's real good. It's mm -hmm. real good. And like maybe don't reason... watch around tiny people. Yeah. Oh, no. You can't. <laughs> like, none of, none of, of it. Film. None of the film. Uh, but there's a reason why it won as many awards as it did. Like, And it's a hard to, like, do the synopsis of it because there's so many twists and turns that like yeah. you really can't you have to kind of go in not knowing anything about any character because mm. when things happen they are more shocking if you don't know anything yeah but kim tayree's in it it's yeah i just <laughs> i just remember so like she was in uh 21 25 21 21 25 i'd forget yeah how the title goes on netflix and uh 
it was like her first television like on a television show kiss and then someone was like oh like it's her first ever kiss on film and then people she were gave like, it to what's his face and everybody's like and everyone's like oh girl but then with just, all the, all the, what lip gloss is she wearing I, just, I couldn't i couldn't i like the summer where it was like just type the hand painting in the gifts good yeah, job good job <laughs> You'll 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 figure it out. You'll figure it out. Oh my god! Oh what my. I I laughed for probably an hour about all those. Like I was just like, oh my oh, sweet son yeah. child. <laughs> so Kim Hay Sook and the Handmaiden, though, like what is, is, she's is like the a, secret? What she's up to? I think she's like a is she like she's a maid a, or something? She's like a house person or something. Yeah, she she looks wild. Like the pictures of her. Like she's very white haired, but almost mm-hmm. like it's powdered white hair and very yeah. severe looking. And because like it, it, so I don't, I don't even know what to say. I don't want to spoil any of this movie because saying anything it's super hard. To- it takes place in like a Japanese household during the Japanese occupation with a a woman playing a Korean maid. Um, I, like listen, I can't tell you anything, but she's excellent, and everyone in this movie is amazing. So yeah, she's excellent, it's pure excellence, hands hands down. The next one listed is Tunnel, not the Tunnel TV show uh, drama. The different not the Tunnel movie. Horror, which is yeah. 3D. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it, she just has a like a cameo appearance as a minister in mm. that. I don't know if that means a like a churchy minister or like a government minister, but again, not a mom, perhaps a mom, but like, that's not the role she's playing in this film. And then um, she's in RV resurrected victim, which I saw. It's intense. Um, Yes. It's a weird movie. (laughs) I didn't really necessarily like it, but there might be people out there. It's um. It kind of like has speckles of horror, but not really. Yeah, like it's, it's listed weird. as it's, Asian Wiki has it listed as a mystery thriller. Yeah, mystery thriller actually works very well for yeah. it. Mystery crime thriller. Yeah. Well, I guess not. I don't know. It's very weird. It's uh, essentially that like people can come back to life and it starts with like some elements of the sci-fi thing mm. in the very beginning but like essentially they've been people have been tracking it it's like a occurrence that's like starting to happen in the world and they've tracked it that like the person who comes back is coming back for a reason to get like vengeance or something like mm. that and they call them rvs so the entire time there'll be like rvs blah 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 and I, like i literally have to switch from thinking about an RV but like actual vehicle to a human the entire time and I was like those recreational vehicles are back for revenge okay Christine too Uh, (laughs) my mother's a car like okay and and slight spoiler but it happens in the first five minutes in terms of like Kim Hae-suk's character she is a place mom and um, she ends up getting killed then comes back and you're trying to figure it out and it's all tied to the rvs and that sort of thing so okay um, so it's a yeah it's a, thing. <laughs> it's a, it's a movie i'm it sure happens. some people like it you know if you're into that yeah genre along with the gods 
a very popular series. It's available it's, everywhere. Like, yeah, if you Sky. want to watch it, you can find Sky's it. Sky's like, this is my movie! Stop what you're doing! If you like fantasy, yes. go watch it, please. One day I will. <laughs> I know. I I'm mad that I didn't watch it when it was on Netflix for free, because now most of the places I can find it want me to pay for it. Oh, Vicky? I, I, think, I think it's, I think it's on Vicky. Vicky. Yeah, it is, and they wanted two ninety nine for me to watch it. Oh, that's oh really? Yeah, Vicky does that. I, I, I do want to give an asterisk about it, though. Like, it does deal with like PTSD and suicide and things. So, like, there are very serious themes. So, I'm not saying it is necessarily for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's not asking but... me. It's not asking me for money on Vicky. I, hmm, I wonder. <laughs> Vicky was just being stupid to me this week. Maybe you were <laughs> signed out and you didn't. Yeah, know. you might have been signed no, out. Maybe if Vicky, no, because Vicky signs me out this all out. the time. Oh, like especially on the Roku, that. I swear every time yeah, I open the Vicky app on the Roku, it's like, oh, would you like to make an account? I'm like, like the most annoying me. too. And you're like, I don't want to have to sit here and like. Oh, then you gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta open your phone. You gotta go to Roku.com, like Vicky.com slash Roku. It's always always when I don't have that thing. So it would be like the computer's in here and I'm in there and I'm like, then I'm not gonna watch you. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) And and the search function on the Roku is fucking garbage. Um, So anyway. So what I what I do is I start watching it on my phone for like ten seconds and then I'll turn it off and then I'll go on the Roku and it'll appear in my like recently watched. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah. Oh, tip from all Natalia for you. No, I want to say so. There are a lot of gods, and along with the gods, imagine mm. that. And so they are often cameos, and so they usually have really awesome like costumes Cost- and stuff oh, yeah. that are like themed kind of towards whatever god they are. So like. Kim Hae-suk's, like, god character, like, has a really cool outfit or whatever. And then always how they act is kind of tied to, of course, the type mm-hmm. of god that they are. That's almost the most fun part of it, is some of these, like, how they chose to do the gods and stuff. The last one that's new actually trial, available for streaming trial, is New Trial. New, new Trial. I love this movie. <laughs> I love I didn't the love movie. it, but I liked it a lot. I loved it. I thought it was great. But, you know, we can like things in different amounts. Absolutely. And yeah. I'm glad you loved it. I did. I, <laughs> yeah. I re- it's a very sad film. I will. And it's based on a true story. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, about a wrongfully convicted man who gets a second trial mm-hmm. years after being imprisoned for years for as a teen he was imprisoned as a teen for a crime he had absolutely no thing to do alert, with. A-cab, um a cab a cab yeah, um, yeah. Uh, if you want to know who the villains are it wasn't the actual criminal let's just let's just put that out there uh let's just say uh police aren't on the up and up in this mm-hmm. film by any stretch of the imagination. Nope, not at all. Uh, it has Kang Han in it. He's a mm-hmm. delight. Oh my um, gosh, him, his younger a sad delight. has the worst wig. <laughs> it is a pretty, it is a pretty bad so wig, bad. I'll be honest. Uh, the, ba- uh, the bad wig uh, curse in Asia uh-huh. is just too much. Like, get... <laughs> Get some better perruquiers. Come on now. And I will say that, like, it doesn't translate in the movie because Kong Kong and you're like, but the actual person, he was 15 when he got the charge. But, like, the movie does a really cool thing. It's, like, less like, what was that one that Gong Yu did? 
about the boarding school where there was yeah it's less like silence you watch it and you go this is really focusing on what like is wrong and neutral kind of it showcases that but it's kind of more about the like development between the um lawyer and kong honol's character and the his mother which is kim hayesok and she's phenomenal in it because she plays this woman who's just like been by his side Mm-hmm. for the entire time the only she's person the one who believes in him. this like new um lawyer she knows that he didn't do everything so she wants to get that yeah. like taken off his record and she you know starts um having a lot of like health like problems and that sort of thing but she's phenomenal in it and mm-hmm. she's just a mom trying to do the do, do the best by her child who's been wronged mm-hmm I watched it when it was still on Viki. I don't know how long ago that was, but it's not there anymore. No, but it's on Tubi, so anybody yeah. can watch so it for free. Anyone can watch it for free, and it's, I recommend, get the thumbs up for Mole Natalia. Not just because cool. I'm a Kang Hanol simp, which I am, but. <laughs> that does add to it a little bit. just adds to it. But, like, I think a lot of people are that way, yeah. so. so yeah, and it's, it's not and like it's, you're it's like, not the norm. No, it's not like I'm, you know, alone and be like. <laughs> There's only one Kang Hanul fan in the world, and it's this mm-hmm. deranged person. No, uh, no. There's, there's many. <laughs> I will mention there's nothing else that's current that's available streaming as far as we know, but I will do want to mention her story, which is uh, 2018. I really want to watch this. I, I cannot believe this is not available somewhere. Like, it's crazy to me. And I, I mean, I double checked, I searched and searched and I mean, like, yeah, it's just, it's not, and it's wild to me. It's a story about, um, 10 women who were comfort women during World War II and the lawyer who like, (laughs) the lawyer who basically has money and like, when she discovers that the woman who's been working in her house was a comfort woman, Mm -hmm. she feels so guilty for not having like known this and like for the way she's maybe treated her house staff and stuff like that, that she gathers these women and she pays the money to go and they do like multiple trials in Japan, just trying Mm -hmm. to get an apology Mm -hmm. out of the government. There's a trailer on YouTube you can watch and like just the trailer was like very intense. And there's Mm -hmm. a lot of actresses that you'd recognize a lot of the older like mom and grandma actresses are in this movie and i'm just i'm really surprised that it's not i mean i'm maybe not surprised that it's like not available on vicky the japanese owned streaming site but like you would think it would be available somewhere else or like netflix or something when i was like researching stuff i came across an article where she was talking about the movie and her role specifically in the movie because she was talking about how it was like one of her greatest challenges in acting because not only did she want to portray these her character well she also wanted to portray it in a way to honor what the mm-hmm. the woman had to go through and stuff. And so she was doing stuff like she, um, there's during the courtroom scenes, uh, she refused to drink water at all because she knew that's what they were doing. And she was like, she was talking about how maybe someone had like mentioned about like there was not a lot of her crying and stuff. And she was like, the person they had to deal with that stuff for so long they were cried out and i did not not want i did not want to seem like this was some fresh new thing it was something that they had been dealing with their entire Mm -hmm. life and i want to portray it and 
and it, I wanted it to be my only thing that I was thinking about during the entire trial. And so she just would like, she refused to like drink water and you can tell yeah. during like the filming, she like has like dry lips and all that stuff. And she said it was, that was like specifically so hard, not just like because she was doing that role because she mm-hmm. was so worried about just honoring them. Like her, like yeah. her main mission for the movie was to honor these people who went through such a, horrific thing that she couldn't even like imagine of and it was like it was like a way for her to you know give thanks to them so it's a really like i'll uh link the article um Mm -hmm. so you can read it but yeah i really wish like it was available yeah i it it always feels like those really impactful move like they just don't pop up it's like it's like they don't want people to know history it or something. Feels like it. well, d- most the United States would never know about the Comfort like yeah. women easily. Mm-hmm. Hell, most of the United States doesn't even learn about their own history right. accurately. So yeah. why give a shit about some other countries, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. I will say there was only one movie that I've watched that's outside of like what you can watch now. Okay, I don't know if anybody else had any of those, and it's worth a mention because it does show up. It's it's a, a readily available in places and it goes on and off Hulu. Uh, and that is the 2009 vampire movie, Hurt Thirst, which mm. is oh. incredible. Award-winning vampire movie. That movie. I, yeah, I love it. I see a lot of things mentioning that and her talking about that role. Yes. So. It's about a vampire, a priest vampire, um, <laughs> essentially. Ow. But her role, she like has this one like... Um, scene where she gets possessed and it's just it's incredible mm. um and the the movie has done really well it's always like you know the top of list and that sort of things but it also yeah, it was goes like one of the first the ones in cans and when she was talking about it uh i think it was i don't remember if it was in that star date that she was talking about it but she wore a handbook to the premiere yeah. and her, mm-hmm. her reasoning behind that was that like so it's like first she got into this like major film festival and that's like everybody like yeah. dream as an actor or an actress. And that was like really exciting. And she could have gone like a route where she was just like wearing like, you know, a really pretty dress. But then she thought about it and she was like, but I'm also representing Korea. This is the way that I get to represent my country. Mm. And so she chose to wear the humbuck during that. So she, there's a lot of pictures of her in that. And it was her tribute to Korea. Uh, like she was like, I, you know, I'm here, like I'm representing Korea. It, it's a very evening gown, like it's black yeah. and gold, kind of like, like it's very still pretty. very much mm-hmm. sets, like goes mm. with the mood and everything. Yeah, yeah, it, it works perfectly. Nothing. Yeah. But I thought that was really cool. She was just like, yeah. but no, this is like my way that I kind of can mm-hmm. be prideful about this because I'm, you know, in a place that's not, you know, Korea, talking mm-hmm. about a Korean film. But also, if you love vampires, Oh yeah, and horror movies, chefs kiss, chefs so kiss of good, film. That's so, so good. good. So, getting into her drama filmography, I am actually going to list it all because, and there's a reason why I'm going to list it all, and the reason is because I need everyone out there to know the ridiculousness <laughs> of how many things she has made. Okay, because, because it, like when I mentioned fifty one movies. They were ongoing with this yes. giant list that Natalia's yes. going to go through. So, like they were happening at the same time. Like, okay, 
So it was it was kind of difficult to piece together because every site, okay, every site has different names for every show and different amounts of shows. And it's just like, okay, so I did my best, but I apologize if some of these are the same show because like there'll be a show that'll have like three different names and there will be no synopsis and all will be like, yeah, she's in it, but like no other information. So I did my best. So don't come for me in the, in the comments, people. I'm going to come you. Not that anyone out there listening would do a better job. at re- they, they would have the same problems I did. I, I'm imagining Natalia starting into like the Inspector General song as she starts rattling them off. Yeah, no. The- <laughs> like, it's going to get wild. Like, when I was okay. like, searching for her I I had to have two browsers open so I could search yeah. the Hangul mm-hmm. and then search well, like a translated thing so then I could like find the actual name of the drama. It was a mess. It was a an endeavor. It, it's a it's a bit of an enigma, shall we say? Um, so the year is 1974. Okay, she has been admitted to class three of like the actors, the drama things. And she debuts in her television acting in a side, very cameo side role in Chief Inspector. She makes some movies between them. In 1978, she has a secondary role in Yanji. And then in 1979, she has two secondary roles in drama. So she's picking up speed at this Mm -hmm. point, okay? We haven't made it to the 80s yet. And for anyone listening, I really apologize because until we get to the 2000s, you ain't seeing any of this stuff. Not a, you ain't watching any. It's just, you can hear about it. That's just the way it goes. So 1979, she makes two dramas. Sani Dogo Gani e Diogo. No English translation. I had to, I had to phonetically work that one out. <laughs> uh, and Last Witness. And then her next drama appearance is in 1980 with a support role in Lost Love and her first main role in a drama in Gang Yang Rock. No information about any of these dramas, but she was... I'm assuming that's like her pregnancy period, just as a... Yes, so the secret pregnancy period, so she's... So we're assuming in... We're like detective piecing together <laughs> these you know timelines i see us in front you know looking all crazy in front of this big yes. like yeah like the, the, the red string like, like crazy board pulls. yeah when he, pull, he yeah. pulls the, the board yeah. across and sticks the new pages okay yeah. <laughs> in 1981 she has a support role in the daily seiguk drama gyeongdong manem and then in 1982, she appears in four dramas. This is the first time she's going four drama style. That's 1982. Annals of Desire, or sorry, Annals of Denial, Mirion, Mother, and Nari House. And you think after making four dramas in a year, maybe you take a little break. No, you don't. No, you don't. Not if you you're don't. Kim Hae-suk. No. <laughs> so in 1983, the next year after 82, she obviously she plays a queen Jong-an in the king of chungdong palace and a support role in the drama portrait review so she slowed down a little but she comes back because in 1984 she does a support role in the daily seguk the ume tree in the midst of snow and a support role in nongmu and she also appears in mbc bestseller theater 
Quijam Bilipsida. No English translation. So who, it's a mystery. Who knows what it's about, but it's, it's fun. So between 84 and 88, there was a slight pause. She didn't do anything TV-wise. Probably baby-related. I'm going to... Baby, or just a or break. You know, break. everyone needs a break. But after this, I just want you to know: after eighty-eight, this is balls to the wall. Okay, <laughs> she does not stop. So, in eighteen eighty-eight, she has a support role in the Sega Queen Inhyeon as Queen Myung Song, and she is also in the NBC bestseller theater Widow and for and also the drama Forget Tomorrow. So she's, she's coming back after nothing with three things. Takes another little year off. Okay, eighty-nine. She's just chilling. In 90, she returns with the drama Gaxibang Sarang Yone, otherwise known as The Dancing Gagium, and the drama Daewungang. And then she follows that in 91 with the drama Another Happiness and the drama Yushimyo. And in 92, appears in Rainbows in Mapo. <sighs> and you think, wow, you've made a ton of stuff. Maybe you're slowing down. Not if you're Kim Hae-suk, because in 93, she does four dramas. Uh, she does support roles in The Third Republic, To Live, and Love and Farewell, and Our Paradise. In 94, she appears in the daily drama, The Moon of Soul, as a character's mother. So this is where this is where it begins. Okay, <laughs> 94. And then is a support role in the drama Farewell. In 95, she comes... Oh, God. 95, she makes five dramas. <laughs> okay. So she's in Suki and Confession. And in also in the same period, West Palace and LA Arirang. And this was followed in 96 by Sibling Relations, Under Soul Sky, White Dandelion, Because I Love You, and Because I Really in 97. So she is not stopping. She is continuing. They're mostly family-centered dramas, and she always does sort of support roles. And you cannot watch them. I tried. They're not there. Don't bother. Move on. Uh, so 98, she continues. Support roles for Purity, for Love, The Age of Three Kims, and My Love by My Side. So four more dramas. How does this woman sleep? We don't know. Does she? Who knows? Just putting it out there, putting it out there. She's she's clone, agelessly beautiful as well. Uh, it's just a theory, just a theory. Nothing, yeah. yeah. We're not even in the 2000s yet. So in 99, we're not even in like dramas you can actually access. I know yet. we're not, we're not, it, we're just this is like just her gearing up because she does not stop. So in 99, she appears in the Sega Kyojun as a side role as a character's wife, and then she also appears in Did We Really Love? TV novel You, which was a daily drama. This is important. All these daily dramas. If you're unaware of what a daily drama is, it's like a 200 episode drama. It's so like the same filming schedule as a soap. Yeah, so it's like yeah. a soap opera, but instead, in, unlike American soap operas that last for years, it's usually like half a year to a year. And then she also appeared in Encounter Queen and You Don't Know My Mind. So that's a shit ton of dramas in '99. Okay, it's just too many. So. In 2000, finally, we're getting to the year that you can start seeing some of her dramas. So she gets a secondary role in the popular drama, Autumn in My Heart, which we mentioned before, you know, Song Song Hoon, Song Hyo Ki, Song Hee Kyo. Uh, and it is pretty much considered like one of the classic mm -hmm. dramas that everyone's like, oh, yeah, like up there with like Coffee Prince and stuff. It's also on Amazon Prime in, Canada, in the States. Wow. 
So if you want to watch it, it's on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime Not in Canada. So in addition to this, like, wildly popular drama that she was in, uh, she was also in the drama Fireworks as an aunt character. So, like, not quite a mom, but mom adjacent, you know. <laughs> and then she was in the daily drama The More I Love You and the drama Some Like It Hot. It never ends. Okay. So that's 2001. She's playing a mother character in her house and a secondary role in another daily drama, This Is Love, and also secondary roles in Ladies of the Palace, Love, Marriage, and uh, okay, sorry, I put one drama in here twice because I'm an idiot. So Ladies, Ladies of the Palace and Love, Marriage. So that's four dramas in 2001. In 2002, she's in the daily drama To Be With You, the eponymously named romance drama Romance, and a second daily drama golden wagon but 2002 also had her appearing as a mother character in another known as a classic drama winter sonata which most yeah so she's 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 like yeah she's getting around and she Mm -hmm. also was in confession that year I have written in my notes here, being unable to cease working with the fury of a thousand suns she appeared in six Six dramas in 2003. <laughs> so she was in Scent of Summer. She was the main character in Country Princess, where she played the mother to both Bay Duna and Kim You Me. Wow. Uh, and she also was in Like a Flowing River, Wedding Gift, and Pearl Necklace. This woman is unstoppable. <laughs> like, so her reign as playing the mother of most of the actors and actresses in Korea continues in 2004 with Little Bride, which I have seen. It's a bit sketchy, gonna be honest. It is available on Kokowa. It's questionable show. Questionable show. She's delightful in it, but questionable. So she played Hanji He's the main character's mother. She was also the matriarch in the daily drama Precious Family and was in three other dramas that year. Uh, Little Women, Oh Phil Sung Bung, and Letters to Parents. This is we're up to 2005 now. <laughs> okay. So so far, if you want to watch any of these, her 2002 drama Romance is on Viki and Cocoa, and Little Bride is on Cocoa. Okay. And so 2005, she's in The War of Roses, playing, you guessed it, the mother of the main character, and also appears in the daily drama The Bizarre Bunch, playing say it with me the mother of the main character <laughs> but but in daily dramas don't don't mom characters oh, like have appear- a lot of oh, screen yeah. time yeah they're when, usually when I, like the when, yeah. top when i say secondary i just mean they're not like the main couple yeah but, like but they saying, appear often compared to a 16 episode drama yeah moms are a little bit more yeah. important um so we're in 2006 now she was in five dramas. In t- this is not even, we're not counting the movies because there were movies at this time too. But yep. she was in five dramas in 2006. So she was in The Mellow Stranger in Paradise, The Mellow Spring Waltz, which also has Daniel Henney in it. Uh, and she won from Super Junior and Han Hyojo. It's got quite a star studded cast. Oh, I know uh, that one thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Can you watch it? No. Let's let's not talk about it. She was in the daily drama Love is Over, a second daily drama in the main role, Famous Chill Princesses, playing the mother of the four main uh, daughter characters. And she also had a role in End of Love. 
Um, sure. I now don't think she's an alleged vampire. I think she is a vampire. Just putting that yeah. out there. Yeah, right uh, we're just putting it out there. So, well, we're... I also think she has usurped in my brain Kim Won Hay. Kim Won Hay. Yeah, like, no, yeah. she's. Oh yeah, yeah. She, there's <laughs> no one, no one out there doing it like she does, uh, showing absolutely no signs of stopping in 2007. <laughs> she's in another four dramas. <laughs> so she's in The Weekender Moon He, the daily drama Likeable or Not, the medical drama Surgeon Bong, and as the matriarch in a second Weekender, the first Lot Wives Club. Um, how she has all of this time, I do not know. Is she uh, a vampire? <laughs> and we're finally getting to something you can watch. You can watch Surgeon Bong on Cocoa. She did slow down slightly in 2008 um, by appearing. Vacation. Yeah, by appearing in only two dramas. Uh, <laughs> oh, so wow. she was the mother-in-law in the romance mellow robber, and a chairwoman matriarch in the daily drama. Of course, it was a daily drama. White Lie. Uh, you can watch Robber on Viki and Cocoa if you are interested. Uh, 2009. Finds her playing a side character in the Soji Sub and Shin Hyun Joon helmed revenge drama Cain and Abel, playing, say with me, the role of the main character's mother <laughs> in the Weekender Cheer Up Love. Cain and Abel is on Viki for anyone interested. Uh, so, taking a little break in 2010, she appeared in only one Weekender where she plays a mother to a blended family living on Jeju Island in the show Life is Beautiful. 2011, she appears in the DeMello A Thousand Days Promise, which is pretty well known, but you cannot find it anywhere legal. Uh, and she's also <laughs> the uh, lead role in the first thing Jesse saw her in, uh, Saving Miss Go Bong Shil or Go Miss Go, where she, you know, the father dies and she moved to the big city and in 2012, she has the lead role in the family drama Can't Live Without You, as well as playing the daughter-in-law slash mother character in the middle in The Weekender, My Kids Give Me a Headache. So we got a lot of daily drama. We got a lot of Weekenders. And, Amanda, Amanda just did praise hands. Yeah. So my, my kids uh, give me a headache is on Viki. I shall have to look that one up. Yeah. <laughs> So in 2013, so we're getting to the modern times now, to the to, to today. We're getting closer. We're getting closer. So 2013 was big for her appearing in very popular dramas. So she was the mother of the main character, the main female character, and I can hear your voice, which mm -hmm. chef's kiss. She was incredible in that. The drama is fine. Uh, but that one you can also watch because it's a pretty popular drama. So that's on Viki. Mm -hmm. And she was also the lead matriarch in The Weekender, Wang's family. And as well, she did not play a mother, but an agency manager in the drama Suspicious Housekeeper, which is another one of those that I'm like, shouldn't this be available? Like, it's... Yeah. It's, yeah. I wonder I if think, it was. Like, maybe it's like a drama fear. <laughs> so... Foregoing sleep in 2014, she appears in the Weekender Hotel King opposite Lee Dong Wook, and she's also in which also you would think, yes, also yeah, on it maybe available. it was on drama, it was fever. available because I started to watch it once, mm. like I, I, I did turned too. it on and then was not in the mood, so I turned it back off and then it ceased to be available. So, mm. <laughs> uh, and she was all that was set in the same year as Marriage Not Dating, which. Thumbs up. So good. It's on Viki. And then the daily drama, You Are the Only One. And then she was also in 
the pseudo-fantasy drama Pinocchio, another extremely famous drama, which is on Viki. And she was also in the drama Wonderful Day in October. So 2014, my guy, calm down. So 2015 and 2016 must have been a breath of fresh air as she was the side role in a weekender, make a woman cry in 15 and the main role in the weekender. Yeah, that's how it is in 16. So she, she like held herself back. She let, she let some other actors get some roles, you know, took a little mini break. Um, However, 2017 back in action. So she played dual roles in the drama sounding memoir of color, playing the main matriarch in the weekender father is strange, a secondary character in the legal drama whisper, another secondary character in a second legal drama judge versus drudge. All four of these are on Viki. So you can see those. Uh, in 2018, she appeared in the fantasy drama About Time, which I really enjoyed, but a lot of people did. did. Oh my gosh, I, I remember it in the beginning. that. And then I remember, mm. I don't remember why, but for some reason, something about it started to piss me off. So mm-hmm. I was like, ah, it was a very this. heated topic on the Yeah, Twitter. it was. It was an incredibly heated topic. I really liked it, but a lot of people. I don't think I even tried I really the first episode. It's like the leads together. I it like I thought they worked together really well. Yeah, I thought they did too, and I thought it had a fun concept. I don't but why yeah. I what I I don't remember why. But uh, that year, she also stepped out of the mother role in the legal body swap drama Room Number Nine, where she played a convicted serial killer on death row who swaps bodies with her lawyer. So. That's fun. Watch it, but I remember Uh, it coming out. mm -hmm. So both of those are on Fiki. So 2019, she has two main roles: one in the legal drama Babel, which I haven't seen because of the male lead, and another as the main character. And say with me again, matriarch (laughs) in the weekender, mother of mine. So Babel is available on Fiki, and mother of mine is on Fiki and Cocoa. Which I started. Mine was really enjoyable. For about the first, like, I don't know, 15, 20 episodes. And then it just kind of, it sort of stopped being about the mother and her daughters. It yeah. started to be a office politics. Mm-hmm. So you were sold the bill of goods. Yeah. And the bill and of goods like, was care. bad. So then I stopped watching it. And then I just tuned in for like the last two weeks and watched it. <laughs> yeah, I stopped. I don't I, know. Maybe like you know, episode 12 right. or something. I mean, wow. it was, yeah, I got it far. was very... Yeah, I mean, she was great. I wonder why it did that. That's weird. It yeah, was, maybe maybe a writer change or something. Who knows? Yeah, it, but it also, I don't know. This is just like me speculating. Um, the main, the eldest daughter is, I don't remember her name, but she's going to be in the second season of uh, Tale of Nine Tailed. Mm. She's like a very well-known Mop Jong uh, mm-hmm. character person. And I think they started to like, focus in on that mm. it kind of seemed like that's the where they were going i don't know yeah it was cute my, in the very beginning but and <laughs> my frustration with it was that i mean she plays that actress plays a character whose mother basically abandoned her when she was like mm-hmm. five and then she's raised by her aunt and she calls this woman mother because she's her mom and everything mm. and then the birth mother comes back into her life and she's a terrible person. Like she's, she's horrible. Just terrible. And it became increasingly clear that they were going to go the forgiveness and redemption Ugh. route. And I was like, she's a horrible person, and I don't want to see her get. Yeah, forgiven. it was sad. Like the, like, I, like the only way I accepted like about like, like character. Mothers, like the only way you can 
have like a character redemption arc is if the characters actually redeem themselves in some way. You know, n- no, not there. everybody gets redempted. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. If they don't improve themselves and change and atone, it's not a redemption arc. But also, just I the same if asshole you've done a did. big enough thing, you, it doesn't even matter. If you change, you don't get redemption from the person you hurt. And if no, you were a good only person, if they you would to. recognize only that. Only if they choose to. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, that's here, neither yeah, here yeah, nor no, there. No. Uh, as of 2020, she has exclusively been part of this Netflix uh, <laughs> Netflix, <laughs> no, Netflix, Netflix knows what's up. Yeah, Netflix yeah. knows what's good, you know? Um, <laughs> so, she, uh, 2020, she was in two Netflix dramas, uh, one playing the coolest mother of all time in Hospital <laughs> Playlist, and she was also in the drama Startup. In 2021, she was reprising her role as coolest mom ever in Hospital <laughs> Playlist 2. Uh, and she was also an extremely morally gray CEO in the Netflix show Inspector Koo, living her best somewhat evil I mean, life. Also a mom. And while she is a CEO, the mom aspect of it mm. is where a lot of that morally yeah. gray stuff like comes from comes in right it's it's about protecting kids and and stuff and using that power she has to protect her kids that probably don't deserve it but you know so finally wild in it she's so good in it though like i mean yeah you first get introduced to her she's naked with a tattoo and you're like yeah you're like what is going on interesting but i'm sure i'm sure she's like whatever i've done movies like this. yeah she's well, no, no, <laughs> it's not like full frontal nudity know, well, yeah, like, like, you just you know she's naked they're in a they're in like a, a spa like yeah, yeah. yeah and also this year she's back baby she's in tomorrow back. playing god CEO God. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if the Jade Emperor. Not only is she God, she's CEO. <laughs> in, in, uh, in the fantasy drama. So most of her older dramas are impossible to get a hold of. Mm-hmm. And most of her even more modern daily and weekender dramas are also harder to get a hold of as those tend to not get subtitled for international audiences as regular run dramas do. However, since she's been picked up and Netflix has reused the same actors thing that they do, we'll hopefully get to see more of her. Mm-hmm. She's also been in several TV specials because, of course, she has. Why wouldn't she be? So in 2002, she was in Drama City Ajuma Band Events Formation. In 20, 2003, she did two drama specials, uh, Wedding Gift and Drama City Rosie Life. And in 2006, she was... Uh, Dalja, the main role in the show My Lovely Miss Dalja. And in 2019, she was in a support role in Tower of Babel special episode. And while she doesn't do much variety appearances, because like, when would she have time? time. (laughs) Um, She has appeared on Three Meals a Day, Happy Together, Let's Eat Dinner Together, Healing Camp, Running Man, Win Win, Live talk show taxi and radio star. I really she wish that healing one. camp she, was subbed because that seemed too. like a really good interview. I kept on seeing mm. like articles that were referencing it and it seemed like it like really focused in on her career and her personal life and that sort of thing, which yeah. would have been a really nice thing to be able to watch and see, but yeah. I couldn't find we're the, it. We're at the mercy of the subtitles, so 
I also did find that uh, she did quite a few, especially in like uh, late 70s, uh, early 80s. She did radio plays a lot. Mm -hmm. So she did a bunch of that. I think after that, it became a little bit less popular in Korea to have those things. She's definitely cast in a bunch of those. Yeah. So she never sleeps, never stops. She's the Terminator of actresses. During even that era, though. I know. Crazy, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. it's wild. She she's literally the Terminator of actresses. Yes, she yeah. she yeah. she cannot stop, and she she'll be she back. She won't. Like, yeah. she just she can't she stop. Won't stop. Just, you can't stop. Won't stop. I know that this was probably a really long slog to get through, but that's the point. Yeah, that's she the point it. of it. I, I she did, did so much stuff. That one break that you mentioned for dramas, mm-hmm. it does coincide film wise. So that probably is a baby Pregnancy. break. That's probably yeah, the. There's no movies she had, she had like a couple babies couple years either. So. And yeah. maybe you know, even vampires get a little bit sick sometimes. So maybe she had. We don't know. Maybe she just needed. She, listen, her babies were probably babies that you know need someone to she take was care of them. But then, listen, as soon as you can send those kids to daycare, she back at it yeah she's like she let's go slowing <laughs> down so uh sky i assume she has won some awards just a couple so the first one i want to talk about like i cannot find a lot about but to me it's actually a huge huge deal in 2010 she got the prime minister's combination for pop popular culture and arts award oh. like it's a really big deal but yeah no one wants yeah. to like discuss that much English side of things. So lame. You know, the only way I found that was just everyone was mentioning it, so I had to back backwards through Wikipedia and go into yeah, anyway, mm. a Korean article. And <laughs> but I thought that was really cool. Like I don't I don't see that pop up often when looking at awards for people. So mm-hmm. I will say I am not going to talk about her nominations because she was nominated too for many. A lot of too stuff. many. I would imagine and, so, yeah. And pretty much she starts kind of popping in on the word circuit 2000. Like that's that's when you start seeing her be nominated for a lot more things. So we talked about Autumn in My Heart. Well, in 2000, KBS Drama Awards, Best Supporting mm-hmm. Actress for Autumn in My Heart. Yeah. Because of course she was. So I, I almost want to say nearly every year she was at least nominated for something. Like I said, I'm not going through the nominations, but she was... Like as, with, with as many things as she's done, chances are she's probably been nominated about a billion Especially times. when you understand how the, like, award seasons work in Korea and stuff mm-hmm. and how, like, every station has their own awards. So, like, yeah. if she was on... A drama from each station that she was probably nominated, you know, <laughs> like she could have three yeah. or five or nine nominations a year. And actually, so the first three, the three awards that she won were all KBS drama awards. So in 2000, it was for Autumn in My Heart, uh, Best Supporting Actress. 2004, Best Supporting Actress for the Opil Song Show. 2005, Top Excellence Award Actress for My Rosie Life. So... KBS, she was kind of sweeping a little mm. bit. 2007, this was not for a particular show, but I thought it was interesting. Japan Movie Critics Awards International Cooperation Awards. Mm-hmm. So that's funny. In 2008, she got a handful of awards. So I'm also not going to list off. I don't, I don't enjoy having to be like 40th Blue Dragon. To me, it just all gets really confusing when you're adding even more mm-hmm. numbers yeah, to yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to go for like Grand Bell Award for Best Supporting Actress, Open City. 
and then also in 2009, she got another open city uh, for Max Movie Awards, Best Supporting Actress. So I wanted to just connect those open cities because she got two mm -hmm. awards for that. So also in 2008, First Wives Club got her the Korean Drama Awards Jury Special Prize. Ooh. So then we talk about Thirst for a second because she swept some awards with Thirst. 2008 yeah. Bull Film Awards Best Supporting Actress, 2009 University Film Festival Best Supporting Actress, 2009 Chunsaw Film Awards Best Supporting Actress, and Blue Dragon Film Awards Best Supporting Actress. Also, do not be misled. Like, there was, I had to go triple research on it. There was another time that she was nominated for a Blue Dragon Award, which she did not win, but she was nominated for the 29th Blue Dragon Award. She won the 30th, not the 29th. She did yeah. not get one for Open City. Some people want you to think that. <laughs> but they're like, do not be fooled. Those, those peoples are liars, vicious liars <laughs> who cannot be trusted. What we all have found in our research on Kimmy <laughs> Sakai is there's a lot like, of liars out there. There's a lot of misinformation <laughs> being given about Kim Like th That's not to say she didn't win things for Open City, but the Blue Dragon Film Award was for Thirst. Dag nabbit, I will tell you that. <laughs> so then in 2010, Korean Drama Awards, Best Point Actress for Life is Beautiful. 2012 Grand Bell Awards, Best Point Actress for The Thieves. She also, in 2013, got a KOFRA Film Award for The Thieves. So those were her nice. two awards that she got for that. 2015 Grand Bell Awards, Best Supporting Actress for The Throne. Because of course she did, sounds like. That movie though, that movie though. Like, yeah. Also notice it goes between, it. between film awards and drama awards. Film awards and drama awards. So then 2016. Even time to go to these things to accept them. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, in the 20 minutes in the closet, not working, like, here to go. So 2016 SBS Drama Awards, Top Excellence Actress for Full Length Drama. Yeah, that's how it is. So that was I think that was a daily or a weekender. Yeah, we were talking about it. 2017 Korean Film Shining Star Awards, Star Award for New Trial. Excellent, excellent. Good and choice. And then in 2018 she was actually nominated for a lot, but as far as the one that she won in 2018 was uh, the Marie Claire Asia Star Awards Actress of the Year for her story. Seems and then good. the most recent 2019 Korean Culture and Entertainment Awards for Mother of Mine Grand Prize Day Song. Nice. So nice. she had nice. like again a ton of nominations besides that, but as far as those are the physical awards that she's won. <laughs> And again, and also the, the biggest drama, award uh, being called the mother of Korea. Yeah, essentially. yeah. that's that's right. that's a big she's award. like yeah, I can do. Yeah. Whenever I went back to that Korean article about the prime minister's commendation award thing, mm. and they had they had a little bio, and it, it was mm -hmm. like you had had to throw in there like mother of Korea. Essentially. <laughs> yeah. like, that's that's what she is. Like some of the things that I found too were. Like she was the official ambassador in 2014 when the Pope came to. Yeah, Korea. I saw that too. Like, I mean, and I was sort of like, I wonder if she's like she is. She's Catholic, so like, okay, cool. And then there was also there's a really nice on um, YouTube a really nice uh, memorial for that the first Korean cardinal, Catholic mm. cardinal who was huge in the like the human rights and the um, like all those 
the stuff that went on in the 80s and the in the late 70s with the corrupt corrupt mm -hmm. government and all that stuff he was huge on human rights and everything he's sort of famous for like their famous quotes about him about how like you have to go through me to get to the students kind of thing and like she there's a really nice like tribute video to mm. him that she narrates and stuff. It's very lovely. I was like, I don't even know who this guy is, but I'm tearing up a little bit. <laughs> you <laughs> know, it's, it's, it's like, sort of uh, it's her character in hospital playlist becomes a little bit funnier when you uh, realize that she was the official ambassador to the I know in case you don't know hospital playlist, she has like a handful of kids and they all end up all, all but dedicating one their life to the church. Yeah. yeah. So she's, and then, she's and like then the youngest one, the youngest one is considering going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, she, and she's like, if you if you become a fucking priest, I'm disowning you. Like, we're done. Like, I just want a grandkid, please. Like, if listen. Father or grandkid, then go become a priest. Okay? <laughs> like, yeah, so that's uh, that's the mother of uh, Korean cinema. There's a quote that she did, and I think this is like really great, especially because we're we're talking about her because it's Mother's Day and stuff. Um, the same interview that she was talking about, like her co-stars and that sort of thing. The reporter Jay Young Cho was asking her about roles that she wants to do and I and she was kind of like hinting towards if there was like any other type of role she wants or that sort of thing and this is what she said in regards to that and it says there are a lot of people in this world there must be a role of a mother that I haven't done yet motherhood is the same but mothers are all different this is like a really cool thing to like tie back because it's like she didn't miss a beat and was like no I haven't done every mother role so i still have more roles in me i have, I have, more, I have well, more mom yeah i i think that's cool because i think that's you do see that she's been getting a little bit more variety and like some of those movie roles it was like she plays a coroner or she yeah. plays a you know whatever and you're like oh that's kind of cool it's not a mom role but i like that she has that attitude about the mom roles that mm. not all moms are the same. So she's like, yeah, she's they're like, not just cookie cutter. Yeah. Mom yeah. isn't mom isn't a typecast. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, and it would kind of make you think like if someone was like, well, what do you think about mom wars? You know how they always mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. child rearing or whatever. And she'd probably, I mean, everyone does stuff differently. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she I was a working mom. She's clearly. like very in tune to that. Like I guess she's just like very in tune to the like the human experience and like mm. kind of just like. What we all have, essentially, yeah. even if we don't have like a mother in our lives, mother figures are always there and different respects. And she she plays a lot of different mothers. Yeah. Like it's literally like you can say, yeah, she's typecast, but the mother she is in New Trial is not the mother she exactly. is in Mother of Mine. And even at, like if you like put it pit it against like Weekenders and Weekenders, the mother she is in Mother of Mine is not the same as another mm. one. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's kind of falls into that misogyny too, though, when you, you know, to ask like, oh, aren't you tired of playing mothers or whatever? Like you don't ask male actors, like, are you tired of playing businessmen? Like, no. Yes, yeah, so it's a classic caper. Because like, all those characters are different. Yes, they all have a job. That doesn't make them all the same character. And yeah. so if you consider mom as a job, not every woman who has that job is the same woman, right? Just like yeah, yeah. So and I would I would think like 
I'm not a mom and I'm obviously not Korean and I only know a bit about like the Korean culture. And, but I do know that like there is kind of this like stigma um, with mm-hmm. motherhood and stuff, especially because um, once you become a mother, you're always referred to as so-and-so's mother, mother and that sort of thing. And I think that like Kim Hae-sook in a way kind of is taking back mother mm-hmm. being a personal thing as opposed to the child's thing and yeah. not in like a selfish way but like you can be separate from your child too yeah you are your own person with the different personality and it doesn't mean because you're a mother it becomes different it could but it like it doesn't mean that and i think that yeah. she's really kind of doing that within her roles and just like her just disposition in her acceptance and love of doing these types of roles she's definitely an actress that like if she if something that she was in became very popular over here in the west and if a journalist was going to put their foot in their mouth about like how is it to you know be well known (laughs) oh my god and be busy with work no i would love i would love to see i would i would love to see the like at this point i I take sort of an obscene pleasure out of these interviews where i'm just like i'm just waiting for the journalist to be eviscerated because it's just like like it was like what's this phase you know the director of uh parasite who said ah yes i want i won an oscar you know a small local award <laughs> i fucking died yeah. i died i love that energy i want yeah. her to have that energy i'd and love I've- like you know how does it feel to be famous and she pulls out you know like how they have the like the wallet cards <laughs> that, you know and she goes here's the pictures of all of the awards i have at home Sorry, what, yeah. what were you saying like like I'm actually incredibly famous, but for all my children, she pulls the wallet out. Well, it's like all the most famous. I, yeah, oh sweet child, been there, done that. Oh my sweet yeah. summer child. <laughs> but she'd probably be incredibly gracious, incredibly gracious about it, and right? be like, "Oh well, I may have now become well known in your country." <laughs> Now I can also be the mother of America. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So anyway, that was our episode on Kim Hae-suk for Mother's Day, the mother of Korea. Uh, We hope that you enjoyed listening. If you're listening to this the day that it comes out uh, on Tuesday, May 10th, we have a special live stream going on. Uh, (laughs) It's going to be on our YouTube channel at... Uh, 7.30 EST on Tuesday and it is called The Ballad of Long Long Man where we will be presenting the greatest love story of all time. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be incredible. Um, We're going to have a really good time. Also Wednesday this week on our Discord we are having a watch party for the first episode of the new Sung Hoon helmed rom-com we could kind of say it's an extension of mother's day celebration that's true worry the virgin which of course is the drama the korean remake of jane the virgin so that is on our discord which you should go check out because all of our live streams and everything always appear as events that you can that'll send you directly where you need to go 
right from the Discord. And also a lot of fun discussions and everything happen over there. If you want to support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash certified newness to become a member of the official certified found family. Uh, they are a found family on the web and we love them and we do fun little stuff with them, put up extra stuff over there. Uh, they get the good, they get the good stuff, you know, yeah, the saucy the saucy edits you can also reach us on social media it's always at certified nunas we are primarily on instagram and twitter if you need to reach us and you can of course find all of our episodes on certifiednunas.com our website we are on all the streaming platforms including youtube which you should go to our youtube and you should click subscribe so that you can be on the ground floor of the fun. Uh, anyway, we hope you have a fantastic week. Uh, enjoy Mother's Day. Maybe, I don't know, watch a Kim Hae-sook drama or film. And, you know, and, uh, you know, wash your hands, wear a mask, and as always, keep enjoying Asian entertainment. Bye! Bye! Bye.